podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, I'm Sai and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. This is the home of Keeping It Real, which is our wrestling series where myself and my guest break down the week's grap, graps, I was going to say grappling, wrestling news for the week in as quick a time as we can because there's a lot of news and a lot of wrestling. But uh, we try to keep it under an hour, definitely going to be an under an hour today. And um, to join me and break it all down is the returning prodigal son, <laughs> Mr. Andrew Thompson, who is a writer and interviewer with at Post Wrestling and has his own YouTube channel where he's dropping some of the best wrestling interviews in the world. How are you, my friend? It is good to be back on Ace Podcast Nation. This is the original home of Andrew right here, Ace Podcast. It was like, what was it like, almost... A year ago, two years ago, yeah, when we did the be, first podcast. So yeah, so it's all, all, always good to do the podcast with my guy side, pumping out the the great content. About the he about the he about the big time. It's in the Lord been become be on the uh, the, the football channel full time, mm-hmm. and the <laughs> the, the MLS fo- football channel full time. Always always got plans, mate. Always got always working on something. You never know what's around the corner, but. Um, don't, don't let yeah. me find out you about to be hosting Talking Smack next week. Yeah, guys, I'm <laughs> Rene, uh, Rene P- Paquette's. Paquette, yeah. That's, let's start there. Speak, yeah, I was about to say, speaking of Rene, she 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 uh, she did her, uh, you know, her the, the usual post WWE shoot interviews. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't doubt that she uh, she probably gonna do Talking Jericho soon. But she she did uh, the Sports Illustrated Media podcast, and she did. Uh, the sports media podcast with Richard Dyche, I think that's his name. Mm. But yeah, she she spilled the beans, man. She spilled the beans. Yeah, I saw. So I've seen some quotes. So I haven't listened to it. I've seen some quotes. So it's a it's a, uh, it's a good interview, bro. Yeah, she basically says what we all know. You know that. Yeah. That well, the well, ideas only go. All these talented people, they float ideas, and if one man doesn't like it, it ain't gonna fly. One of the craziest things she said that they they didn't like her tweeting about uh, Mox. Yeah, that's weird to me. That is like everyone knows they're married. It's like right. (laughs) But but she 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 was she was like she was like the weird thing about that was like like it it was all like like when they were working together and Mox was on his way out and he hadn't officially left. Like it was all good that you know she could keep. I guess they they kept asking her to. To, and asking her these questions, you know, from a wife's perspective, but then once he left, like it was like just, oh, you shouldn't talk about him. And I, I, I think that probably amplified, you know, when he won the AEW World Title. I'm, I'm sure that you know that kicked up a notch when he when he oh, won the yeah. belt. I find it mind-boggling. She said that when she got coronavirus, they weren't too happy that she kind of tweeted it or whatever. Yeah, she said. She said they said it was bad PR. <laughs> yeah, not so much that. Like I, I kind of get that. So I think she said they, they, they said that she should have told them first. Which, all right, I think is a bit 
ridiculous. Well, so they could so they could tell her don't tweet it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, it was the fact she said that barely anyone, like, no one seemed to care. Like, no one, like, reached out. Yeah, her. that's weird, though, man. That's just bad. Stone Cold um, reached out though. <laughs> yeah, like Stone Cold, who doesn't work there anymore, probably hasn't seen her for a couple of years or something. He reached out, but like her home didn't. Um, it's just. It's bad, man. It's a bad place to work, I think. But you know, you never know. I am. Um, I might I, be wrong. I think. Do you, you know they put a non-compete on her, bro? <laughs> That's unbelievable. That she is. she Isn't she it said quite long as well. She she said it's longer than ninety days. I don't get that at all. But now, nah, I, I know what they do. They they don't want her to give a not not a single single chance to her for AEW to go in. Yeah, but why wouldn't they just put like a like a wrestling non-compete sure or is it just wrestling no it's like no no she she they put like a real like non-compete like she can't she they, can't go anywhere nah but that's just that's bad so she can't work for 90 days no she's still getting paid by wwe ah right okay yeah they, they do they, that that's what that's what happens during the 90 days like mo- most of the free agents that you saw like past april like uh like rusev and aiden english and all them like they they were still getting paid because they had uh not compete on they uh, on their contract, so yeah, WWE had to pay them all out. But yeah, that, that's what they doing. But I, I, like, I don't know why they have her as past ninety days though. That, that's kind of it's kind of messed up. I mean, she's still getting a check, but I mean, like, they 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 kind of they kind of like trying to like if they'd put a wrestling one in where she can't go to another wrestling company for ninety days, I could understand that. Yeah, I know my fact. I I think I think that's what it is. Like they trying to make sure that she. When I mean, I mean, knock a piece are normal in any cut in most contracts, but like it's just weird how they extended hers past ninety days. And it, but you, you know, it's crazy. She's there saying, and she said she tried to leave WWE a couple of years ago, and they wouldn't grant her release. Yeah, it doesn't surprise. She's so talented, man. They should have done more with her, just even with like shows and 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 interviews and content and i thought she did she did as about as well as anyone can in that third person role as a commentator as well um you know she wasn't bad um and i think the third person is difficult anyway i thought she did quite well um so it's been uh, there's been lots and lots of stuff going on obviously I had two two wwe pay-per-views since me and you last spoke um, I had uh, Alex McCarthy came on last week to talk about mm-hmm. SummerSlam, which is always a, always a good time. I always appreciate that man filling in for the main man, Mr. Thompson. But um, yeah, it was a good time. What did you think of SummerSlam, just very briefly? Mm-hmm. I like Payback better. Yeah, I thought Payback was pretty good. Um, I like I Payback both, better. I thought SummerSlam was okay. Yeah, SummerSlam but, um, it was a good show. I, I just I don't know. I, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I didn't think Payback was gonna be good. So, yeah. and then when it was good, I was like, whoa. And can we talk about the way Shayna Baszler won the tag title? Jesus, that was a great finish. That was a so great. Good. Bro, they they like I don't understand how they take so long to like. But literally in that whole that like the last forty seconds of that match, they made her a star, just like that. That quick. I thought that move did more for her than when Bro. She crushed <laughs> all those people in the elimination exactly. chamber. Exactly, exactly. When she crushed all those people in the elimination chamber, for me, if she didn't win the title, None she did it, right. she had to go on and beat Becky and win the title to continue that kind of dominant look and push. 
and she didn't and that took the wind out of her sails a little bit but I think she's super talented but she has somehow got me quite excited to see her versus Nia Jax which if you had told me that a month ago I wouldn't have believed you because um, I don't expect them to hold the tag titles for very long they, they're um, defending it tonight are they? So I against, be surprised. against Sasha and Bailey. Oh, right, okay. See, I think that should probably drop them to the right squad. Um, yeah. Because they're, they're kind of pushing this thing that Liv Morgan doesn't trust. Uh, <laughs> Can you Riot. believe they broke up the Iconics? Can you believe Oh, it? mate. Don't even start me on that. It's disgraceful. I don't see the um, point. They are so good together. So, no. just quickly on the Riot squad... They they they're doing this thing where on like raw talk and stuff like Liv Morgan saying oh yeah uh, I don't know if I can trust Ruby and this and that and then I think they're going to build over the next couple of weeks if they're building trust then becoming closer again and then eventually it'll culminate with them beating uh, Shayna and Nia Jax for the titles um, like they'll have a probably have an argument or something and then you'll get Nia versus Shayna which would be interesting because they don't normally like to do heel versus heel mm -hmm. and to me I don't think you should turn either one of them um, I don't think they'd be very good baby faces uh, so that'll be interesting let me put you on the spot real quick out of the yeah. Iconics who do you think will be the breakout star oh um, Putin Royce but I think it's going to um, be Billy Kay bro I, See, I, I really do, because she, because she, she, so she's funny, funny bro. Exactly, but I'm telling you, she has charisma, bro. Like I don't think Peyton can match. Like I think, Pey I, I think WWE is looking at Peyton. Like she, of course, she got the in-ring skill, and I, I think, I think they're looking at her from like presentation-wise. I think they're looking at her from a marketing-wise, and they see they can probably do a lot with her. And but I, I th but I think Billy Kay, like she, bro, she is funny. You can do some stuff with her in the ring. And on top of that, she she's very charismatic. Like I'm telling, I, I think this might be a bad move by WWE because I feel like they I, I feel like they think Peyton Royce is gonna be the star yeah. out of this. But I feel like Billy Kay, like when she gets that chance to to shine, like it's going yeah. And then I, I, I and then I and I ain't gonna cut you up, but I feel like once once they see Billy become a bigger star, they're gonna try to like damper that and try to put the Iconics back together. Like I, I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't have split them up, but there's no reason to split them up. They need female tag teams. I don't think either of them are going to be like at that kind of very, very top tier level of I mean, a Becky stuff. Lynch or a Sasha yeah, Banks. They're not yeah. going to. They're not going to be that. Nor, nor do I think they probably should be. Certainly at the moment, I mm. don't think either of them um, are at that level. But together, they are very, very good. They're very entertaining. They, they. They serve a purpose not just as a team, but as individuals. As uh, you could put them in individual matches, you could put them in tag matches, you could put them in title feuds. You can entertain them. Like you could got them breaking early. them up for no reason. Didn't give them a, like a chat show segment. I thought they were really good in that. Well, if, if anybody deserves a podcast, it's them. Yeah, on that bro, but you you want to know what's crazy though? I'm surprised they didn't learn from this with the Riot Squad. Like they broke the Riot Squad up for no reason, and then they 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 pigeonhole themselves. Like you breaking up the Iconics for what? Like, what are you breaking on the Iconics Bro, and then now, now, when you have a shortage of tag teams, then it's, like, you ain't gonna have no choice but to put them back together. And, like, I'm trying to, like, if if, if they are not planning on spotlighting the both of them in singles, like, singles competition, like, just imagine if they split the Iconics up and everybody's assuming this is for Peyton Royce's 
uh, greater good, but like let's say they split them and then they don't do shit with Peyton Morris. What's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like she she off TV for three or four weeks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like what's the point? There's no need for it, man. Because they need oh, female good. tag teams as well. Yeah, they do. Definitely do. But I was like, since, since we're speaking about women's wrestling, I did once, you know, keep it on women's wrestling then. Yeah, um, not, I saw some people criticizing Lana again for her wrestling. I thought um, she did. She had a pretty good match on Raw. Like, when did she wrestle? Amazing. But I thought she was pretty good. She's entertaining, and I'm I quite like what they're doing with her and Natalia. Yeah, I was about to say, but, you know, while we're going to talk about women's wrestling, of course, you got to mention uh, the passing of uh, Casey Michael, who was running Square Circle Sirens. A big, big, big loss right there for just media and, of course, you know, for his family, friends, and loved ones. You know, Casey contributed a great, 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 great deal to women's wrestling and breaking exclusive news. Like, dude, Casey knew who was at the PC before, like, before it, like anybody knew who was coming into the PC for the recruit class, like he was on top of everything, on top of exclusive news and all that. Like, and you know, you could tell a lot of people like really cared for him just because of the. I think he was trending on Twitter, so like, yeah, it was I saw so many, um, so many women from WWE tweeting about him, mm-hmm. um, just all over the place. Like, clearly a highly respected dude, and. Like such a massive advocate of the women's wrestling scene, um, you know, way before people if, to use it, you know if you want to use the term jumped on the bandwagon, I suppose. But like he was really, really, uh, a f- not just a fan, but like an advocate to to give women a chance to show what they could do, and then. Um, yeah, he was very highly respected by everyone, and it's a it's a big loss. So young, mate. So young. <coughs> Sad. Um. Yeah, going back to Lana and Natalia, like I like them together. I prefer, I do prefer Lana as a manager. And at the end of the day, she is just waiting for Rusev to make his triumphant return to the WWE shortly. Um. Oh. And by the way, I don't know if you watch like uh, any of Lana and Rusev's Twitch and YouTube videos. Every video they put out, mate, just amplifies how much the WWE dropped the ball with them because they were so one one dimensional in how they thought about their presentation. Because they are so entertaining, they're so funny. They both look amazing. There's, they, you know, it's just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so, I was going to ask you, right, Retribution seems that, uh, I think it was, um, might have been Post Wrestling who reported it, actually, I think. Um, I might be wrong, though. Who said that Retribution's going to be a Raw only. Yeah, that was uh, John who reported it. Yeah, I thought so. Um, so they're going to be Raw only from now on. Um, which which is, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, nothing screams crazy... Um, kind of chaotic group who will do whatever they want like sticking to the brand split that's um, always kind of fits the character um, so I saw like a lot of rumours, a lot of speculation on social media, people were like oh Retribution, they haven't turned up whatever, Roman's there, that must mean he's the leader, blah blah blah, obviously with his heel turn which we'll, we'll get to um, I never once thought that they were going to be linked to Roman 
Um, I don't necessarily think they're going to be linked to anyone nah. who's already on one of the rosters. If they are, my personal choice would be Alistair Black um, and have him lead a kind of Ministry of Darkness type thing, but not necessarily as kind of gothic, but just like a dark stable of badass killers who don't really like... That's not PG-13. Yeah, well, <laughs> you just have like a group of badass guys and girls who don't say a lot. Um, maybe have yeah, about someone, people, but someone in there who does the majority of the talking, like a like Carl Anderson used to do in the early iterations of the Bullet Club, whereby he wasn't necessarily the leader, but he used to do a lot of the talking. I mean, ju- I would say ju- judging by the people who look like they're in a the group, they 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 gonna need to talk. Like you could tell that's Dajakovic in there. Look yeah, like I think Dajakovic. Look like Brennan Williams. Look like Mia Yim, Caden Carter, Chelsea Green. You can't just have these people like these charismatic people like just not saying anything like you gotta yeah Yeah, for sure they they gotta talk it comes down to who they're gonna put in the group doesn't it um like i think dijakovic could fit quite nicely with alistair black as like a in a group but then maybe chelsea green doesn't fit in with that sort of thing depending on how they were to do it um mia yim i think could pull it off but I just I would I think it would be massive for Alistair Black with his heel turn now mm-hmm. if they were to give him a stable. Um but it's it's whether you've got confidence in the WWE to pull it off, I still think that we're most likely it's gonna be like a group of kind of NXT guys and girls coming up with maybe one or two disgruntled Raw and SmackDown stars. And I, still, maybe, I, I still think it's gonna be the evolved people. You know, they just sign like five people yeah, from Evolve. They signed, didn't they? Sign some more this week. They uh, signed like five people, bro. Yeah, I mean, they could, they could what like have like an Evolve group, but led by Dijakovic and say Chelsea Green or Mia Yim. Dijakovic was an Evolve for a little bit. He yeah, no, but, yeah, no, I know that, but like, if I just feel like if you brought in. A group of evolved wrestlers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I get Some what you're saying. Some people wouldn't know who they were, whereas yeah. no. Nah, no, you're right. You're right. No Dijakovic and that. But then that would be quite good for them coming up. It would make them seem like a big deal. For instance, if you had Dijakovic and Mia Yim or, or Chelsea Green as the main, the kind of leaders. And Mia, and Mia Yim. A, and Mia Yim was under kind of that same banner a little bit. She was under the WWN banner. Like she yeah. worked for uh, Shine and Shimmer. Which is all yeah. under that same umbrella, yeah, it is, isn't it? And then if you had them, then you have the new names, you know, being around them as well as the stable. That can really shine a light on them. And you, may, but it all comes down to you know, if they come in, they win for a week, week, and then the next couple of weeks they start losing, or they start getting beaten up, and you know, it soon will be pointless. Um, they have to book them as strong. To make them stars from the outset. Don't Nexus them. Yeah, of course they will. And then, Speaking of Nexus, did you see that good man Stu Bennett back with NXT? Yeah, I love it, man. Um, so I saw someone say that they thought he might turn out to be the leader of Retribution and like a kind of Nexus reboot. Nah, please, just, 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 just let him do his thing with commentary. Yeah, and I think... Don't break his heart twice. I was very, very disappointed to see Mauro Ranallo 
leave because I enjoy his work so much. I think he's the best commentator in yeah. the world. Um, but I understand you know, his reasons and stuff. I, I really do. Um, and I thought Wade Barrett was about as good a kind of replacement or bring someone to bring in as they could have brought in. There wasn't many other people I thought would have been as strong a replacement. Um, Vic Joseph, I'm I'm still on the fence with. I, I don't. Vic, Vic, Vic is like to to me. Nah, I, I know I know exactly what you're about to say. Vic is like he he he's like too WWE. If that makes sense, yeah. Like he's like a little too, too yeah he's and... yeah too polished man. Like he's not like I don't, I don't know. It's just it, it don't click. Like, that, that's why I kind of like more of it's more of like a little you know just a little different. Like and yeah, I, I, I I I really like. I really like some more, yeah. The MMA background as well, and I really like some more Joe on commentary, like some more Joe's not like, but like, Vic Joseph is like very Michael Cole-ish, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know what I'm saying? It's it's cool to be like that, but I'm saying like they they too too polished, man. Like you need somebody that's a little, like a little grit. Like you you wanna know who I think would be like a good three man team? Like imagine like a, like, like Tom Phillips. Samoa Joe and Daniel Cormier, or like, yeah, or Wade Barrett, like that'd be like a good SmackDown. Exactly, that'd be a solid, solid team right there. Do you know what? I, who else I really, really enjoy, and I cannot believe they furloughed him. Is Nigel McGuinness? No, he yeah, he back at uh, NXT UK. Breaking news: Authors of Pain have been released by the WWE. Whoa, where is that? Full.com. I, I didn't see the article. I didn't see what you're talking about. Um, so WWE announced it. Um, okay. Uh, it looks like it's literally just broken. Um, they've been released. And then I just had a YouTube notification that FIFO was live talking about it. Um, but yeah, AOP has been released by WWE. Uh, wasted. Well. Wasted. Well. Yeah, well, think about how good they were on NXT. Uh, NXT and they just like I gotta say whenever they apart from that period where they were both healthy and they just kept them off TV for no reason um, I thought like when they were fit and healthy and available the WWE generally did try to push them in you know generally like they put but they, but they put they put they put that man with Drake Maverick <laughs> yeah there's that that's but like, I never understood why they'd never really pulled the trigger on him. But they did. Just have bad luck with injuries during their run. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Um, they couldn't so stay healthy. With Brock Lesnar's uh, um, contract up, will we see Brock Lesnar and the Authors of Pain teaming up to to become just some big old sons of bitches smashing up the indie scene? That's what we'll see. <laughs> now, I gotta say, I um, I understand everyone saying, "Oh, the AEW shouldn't pick up all the guys the WWE released," but I, a AOP in that tag division on all the uh, all elite wrestling would be sensational because they're so different to every tag team they've got, and their tag division is so deep that I actually would go back on what I've previously said about them maybe not picking up any ex WWE guys outside of one or two. I don't even, I don't even think uh 
Rizard's gonna keep wrestling. I don't think he's gonna keep wrestling. I think Rizard gonna go back to MMA. I can yeah, see him going to Bellator. He's um he's he's you know, he's he's young enough. It's um it's just difficult. It's it's you know, when you consider the matches they had with the revival and DIY and stuff, it's 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 mind boggling that they never really showed that on Raw or SmackDown. Like can you think of a a main roster if you like um match that they had which was like really good um i can't even think of one no because they never went more than like seven minutes no they were always short they never whenever they started to get a bit of steam from a from a feud point of view they never quite got it going it's, it's disappointing man i gotta say i'm really disappointed um so before we move on to like AEW and and all out and stuff i want to um discuss with you a few things so uh, as you know, I've been saying for a while that they're teasing Cedric Alexander turning. No, you haven't. I, I felt that they were going to turn. No, you have Don't let him lie to you Swerve us all. Don't, 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 don't let him lie to you he, he, he ain't making no predictions. Everything but, you hear, everything you hear is from me. But um, they obviously teased it on Raw this week that Cedric had some heel tendencies. So I got a question for you. Do you think not who you would turn? Do you think they will turn Ricochet? Do you think they will turn Cedric? Or do you think they will be put, keep them as a tag team and turn them both heel and put them with the Hurt Business as a tag team? Oh, or first, will they not turn at all? First, I want you to admit that you still my ideas. That's what, I, that's what I want you to admit. Then I answer your question. I steal nothing. <laughs> Everything which comes out of my, me- my mouth is unique. <laughs> And usually bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, man, I don't really think neither of them should join the Herb business, to be honest. But I think it's key. For, for now, the Herb business should just be MVP, Shelton, and mm-hmm. Bobby. I don't know. Because I, I, I feel like trying to overcrowd the Herb business is going to take away what makes it special. Like, yeah, like, you, yeah, don't, 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 don't start just throwing motherfuckers in there, just to throw them in there. Same the NWO. Like don't st- yeah. start throwing people in there just to throw them in there just because every time somebody sees somebody who who's black and they want somebody and they, and they want more for them like that they got to join the hurt business like please do not start doing yeah, that like you don't want to go look look just I, if if anybody's going to join and they like I, I think Cedric would Cedric would fit well and he could be the you know the young uh, you know brash and you know just athletic. Yeah. You know, talent that take care of them and bring stuff for them for the most part. And, you know, yeah, you go like that. I don't think Ricochet really fits in that, that I, group. I, I just think with Ricochet, a heel run with MVP talking for him could be just what he But, but, but Ricochet does not come off like a heel, bro. Like, he's like, seemed like the nicest guy. I reckon he could, though. In the world. Stick a suit on him, sunglasses, make him an arrogant so and so. Make him know how good he is instead of telling us how he's just like us and you know we, he's like uh, just a normal guy who's living the dream and superheroes are real man it's like no you can do a 650 or whatever it is and jump out the ring and land on your feet I can't do that you know like if he be, if him as a character realises that he's better than everyone else that's what I want to see and then a bit of arrogance with MVP being his heater, 
you know, I can get on board for that. But I'd also be happy for him to stay as the three. A um, couple of other quick questions regarding WWE before we move on to A-dubs. Uh, Keith Lee made his debut on Raw. Yeah. They got rid of Push his music. Push him to the moon. They, well, yeah, they certainly done that. But they got rid of his music, man. I don't even care about that no more, bro. They, they, I didn't, they, did not expect him to beat Randy Orton clean, I gotta say. I was like, whoa. Like, I'm, I'm surprised they went, like, they they going all the way with Keith Lee. Like, like, I'm surprised they, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad he didn't win that, um, that, that three-way match to go to the Clash yeah. of Champions because I feel like, I feel like they're gonna save him, and, and especially with uh, tonight, the match is gonna happen tonight with um, with uh, Corbin, Sheamus, uh, Riddle, and Biggie. Then the winner faces Roman at uh, Clash of Champions. I, I really hope Biggie does not win that match because I feel like you could. I, I don't feel like you should waste Biggie versus Roman yeah, like I now. It'll do more damage to his push. Exactly. Lose to Roman. Exactly. Because they're not taking that damn title off Roman, bro. No, no way. Um, I think. Look, you can't be Sheamus because Roman's heel. Um, you got to be Corbin, bro. They got to be Corbin. It's, it's got to be either Corbin or Riddle. Um, and after w what they did to Riddle's character the other day, I'm not sure what that was about. But they just made him look like a dick and a dumbass. Um, Shit, I don't know why he on TV either. <laughs> what the hell he on TV for? He was up right. He was. He was. He was right with the. Uh, with the people that got named, man. I mean, if you guys, yeah. you know. So, I mean, hey. I mean, but if, if anybody's going to win the match, I think it's, it needs to be Corbin. Like, just get it out of the way. Like, because it's going to happen. Could you see a situation where they had Riddle win, be the number one contender, and then Rum, uh, Roman beat him, like, in a minute or something? To yeah. Really get, really get Roman over. Maybe, <laughs> like punish Riddle publicly or whatever. I don't know. Well, whatever. They do shit like that all the time. Well, they certainly used to. So it wouldn't be a massive surprise. I don't, um, I don't, I don't know if they would... I, I, I can't speak to, like, if they would, you know, punish him, per se, but, like, I can definitely... You know I, mean. I can. De no, I don't. I'm just fucking with you. But, uh... Mm -hmm. No, I, I think it's going to be Corbin. Like, just to get that... Just to get one, but, like, a championship win... Yeah, uh, they title defense on this belt. Corbin comfortably also. Yeah, yeah. and then do it in like five minutes. Yeah, and they ain't gonna hurt Corbin anyway. So, and then uh, well, what's the next pay per view after uh, Clash of Champions? Uh, Survivor Series. It's no, it's no, it's no October pay per view. Is it? I don't think it is. I know it's a takeover in October. You've got a UK Dublin takeover, which I oh yeah, Finn versus Walter. Oh yeah, you're right. Really hope we do. And um, oh, yeah, you want fans there as well. Would way, you go in October? No, not to Dublin. Um, yeah, no, I don't think so. Hmm, maybe. Think about it. Just, uh, but yeah. Hey, uh, I want to ask you. How, fans how, there, how, how far are you from the uh, the BT Sports Studios? Oh, uh, probably like a, about uh, an hour or two on the train. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, not really, really far, but far-ish. I'm expecting you to be here the next StarCast. Yeah. I want to see you live in person, getting the interviews and the scoops. The scoops. I haven't got, I just, I don't think they'd let me in. They'd just ask the tough questions and they'd throw me out. 
<laughs> like a bad man. No, I um, I would love to do it, mate. I really, really would, but like I was speaking to Alex about this the other day. Like he obviously because he works with the Talk Sport, which is one of the biggest radio stations, it's right. one of the biggest sports radio stations in the world. But right. you know, in the UK, it's massive, like huge. Um, so it's mainstream. They get access to, you know, he I kind of. He's interviewed pretty much everyone from the WWE recently. Yeah, for and sure. AEW, you know, they get everyone because they want AEW and WWE want their people on talk mainstream. Or, yeah, oh, God, yeah. And I know, I, I know. Uh, Impact, they like that too. Like that's why Impact, you know, they they like the, they they're trying to um, you know, get more coverage by sticking with kind of mainstream and like trying yeah. to not, not, not even mainstream but like it's like they have big followers and stuff like that so you know it's disappointing I think I think I just think I mean with it just impacts I mean like I'm on now yeah <laughs> like I can see everybody else but like yeah yeah so um last thing WWE based what did you think of NXT uh the Iron Man match and result I don't have a problem with it I mean like what? Like what? What do you want to do? You want to crown a champion, and then what you want to do next week? Oh, the champion comes out to speak. We just did that with Keith Lee. Just did that with Karrion Cross. Like, bro, like they 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 needed to extend it. So I mean, I don't really see a problem with or what the issue was. Like they needed to extend another week of television. Like, so I did the same thing. Why? Why would I? Like we literally just did three champions coming out to speak in the past two months. Like why why would why would why would we do that again? Like extend it, and I'm putting the title. Matter of fact, bro, I'm putting the title right back on Adam Cole, right back on Adam Cole. Yeah, I think I'd put it on him as well. Put it right back. Put it right back on him, bro. He just he just lost it. Put it right back on him. Right back to right back to square one. I get. I mean, I can see. I can. I can see Finn Balor too. I wouldn't be mad at Finn either. For real, for real. Yeah, I think the thing with Finn, I feel like Finn Balor's lost a bit of edge. Like he came into NXT, he was quite hot because. He was like a heel, which everyone has been waiting for, and then he's gradually become more babyface, and I feel like that's lost him a bit of steam. You think Finn a babyface? Right now? Yeah, I think they've not full kind of like he used to be, but he's not. If you look at his first couple of promos on NXT when he came back, compared to the most recent ones. He's a lot more face like. You, you sure, bro? bro Finn, Finn literally just did a promo where he was, where he like kind of took a little jab at uh, at, at people talking about the demos and all that stuff. He was like, okay. yeah, he was, yeah, he, he was, he was like, it don't matter if you eighteen or forty nine. Everybody come to watch the Prince. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he said he did another one. He was like, you know, the the office the office wanted me on TV, so that's the only reason I'm here and I'm here to win the championship and I don't know I don't think Finn Balor's a baby face I think Finn Balor's full blown heel like I, I really wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if he won the title I wouldn't be mad if Adam Cole won the title um, either one you, know, you can go either way honestly as long as it wasn't champion Gargano I'm especially champ of Mr. Mr. Blue Lives Matter over there I done I lost faith in champ but uh yeah I'm, I, don't, I don't think Gargano was like you know not, yeah, not right now. With Gargano, I just don't know what they should do with him next. To be honest, maybe yeah. maybe a heel DIY run. Um, like 
I thought they might put it on Champa to kind of complete the the storyline of him the day, yeah. back and yeah. that sort of thing. Um, but ultimately, I did think that it would come down to a like Adam Cole and Finn Balor. So be interesting to see which way they go. We're gonna um, see. Hey, well, I, I want to ask you. So, so you you think NXT should just stay on Tuesdays and AEW should? Yep. Bro, because did you see the ratings that they both yeah, did? Man. They both damn near hit a hit, hit a million yeah. on different days. Why? Why would? Why would you stay on the same night and, and keep splitting like two hundred thousand viewers a piece? Yeah, exactly. Why would you do that? But they they both I think they both drew nine hundred thousand. Yeah, who cares about a bloody wrestling? Well, like at the end of the day, you're still gonna compare ratings to each other, whatever day they're on. Because they've built up that kind of rivalry anyway. Mm. So, like, even if NXT's on a Tuesday and, and w, uh, AEW's on a Wednesday, you're still going to look at them both and right. say, oh, AEW got this and they got that. But, I, don't, I don't know if you saw this, but I put it in, um, in the news update. It was my lead story yesterday. Um, NXT, they got a show in December set. The tickets on sale for the show in Atlanta at Center okay. Stage on a Thursday. So, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I know, right? That's what I said when I when I first saw it. And the tickets are currently on sale right now. So, that's why I was like, like, if, if the tickets weren't on sale, I'd probably be like, ah, they probably just postponed the show. But this, but the tickets are on sale. So, that's why I was like, hmm. And it's on a Thursday. I was like, hmm. That's interesting. I wonder. Hmm. It'd be interesting to see which way that goes. Uh, Mike Johnson of Pro Wrestling Insider reported that uh, NXT... Uh, has got no plans to use the take uh, the war games gimmick gimmick Survivor Series this year. You There's no fans. Yeah, are you surprised with that, or do you think that's the right decision? Not the right the move, but you can waste that. You can waste war games. Yeah. With like a, like a, imagine Those if guys a, taking bumps like that. A, a, imagine if AEW would have did blood and guts in front of nobody. Yeah. Would have been poor. Right, have been trash, bro. That match has fallen apart completely now, hasn't it? Like it looks like like I had a. Page is out with the elite, and Kenny Omega might return in heel. So all the people who were going to be on the elite's team are pretty much. Hey, did, like, did, you, did you see Jake Roberts' promo for this? <laughs> did you Did you see his promo? Uh, on, did you hear it on Dynamite? I saw, it, I saw the one he did on Dynamite. He was He was like, "You're not going to bust a nut." I was. <laughs> 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 I was like, man, somebody get this dude on TV. And I was not happy that AEW brought back Excalibur at all. Not now. It's too early. Yeah, they brought that man back too early. Like but that, 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 that's why I don't never put no stock in nobody. Nobody. Because people people be people would say some messed up stuff in the pad. Like, bro, I'm trying to figure out, like, I ain't, like, this dude... Like, has all these videos of him saying the N-word. Mm. Like, I can see if it was once. People, so I, people, don't know the, pe- I don't really know the story with Exc- Excalibur at all. Pe- uh, other, other than there was some sort of angle or something with um, PWG, was it? Like, I yeah, it was really PWG. I'm not familiar with it at all. I just know that there was something and AEW took him off TV. Yeah, it was, P- it was some videos that came out of him saying the N-word at PWG. Uh, I mean, I, I think I, I, I think he sto- like an angle or something. What the fuck? You what you mean? He was saying the N word. Yeah, no, no. But what I mean is, like, I don't mean that it was okay. I mean, 
like why the fuck were they saying using the n-word oh yeah as part of the storyline i don't understand it at all but like no but he had another video where he was doing a promo and he was and he was saying it but i mean i i I think on lindy and garcia's podcast i think he uh he addressed it and apologized for it but like it it got up again i think i I don't i don't don't remember if he apologized for it or Mm. what but I, i think that was uh lillian's podcast i think he talked about it. i might be wrong but um yeah but i mean it, it was it was just i don't know just, just with everything going on right now i feel like he should have just kept his ass off tv for a little bit longer he i don't even think he put out no statement on that like he ain't even like well they never said anything like they didn't say that's why he's off tv yeah they just took him on tv so was there other wrestlers involved in that in the yeah, videos kevin owens he really? said it he said it. Did he? Yeah, he said it once. But uh, I think KO he 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 apologized like and put out a statement like years ago. All right. But addressed it, addressing it. I think that's why people kind of let it slide. Hmm. You know. So and he and he's like I don't know. I I, I know he was like kind of remorseful for it. So yeah. yeah. Do you know who made uh, who was the in charge of booking that storyline or that? Excalibur or whatever. He was in charge of it. He ran PWG. Jesus fucking Christ. What is wrong with people? I don't understand why, like, I don't understand why people think it's all right. But going back back to Keith Lee, we just get over there. Going back to Keith Lee, I'm glad they pushed Keith Lee. I I, I didn't understand why they changed his theme song either because I feel like that was such a big, big thing. But you can market that, but that's him rapping his own song. Like, you can... Mm. Because you would do so much with that, but like I, I completely forgot about it once he beat Randy Orton. I was like, oh, that's a made man right there. That oh, is a made, made, made man right there. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see it, man. I'm glad they pushing him. They well deserved. Push him like that though, as well. Well like, deserved. He should be right at the top of that raw card. Who, who's the United States champion right now, bro? Bobby Lashley. Uh, it's Lashley. Lashley. Then she take it off Lashley. Well, I don't know, because Lashley's doing real good right now. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to kill yeah, that right now. It's a difficult one. Do you know what I would do? Is if they move the Intercontinental and the U.S. titles, they're supposed to be doing a draft. Oh, I forgot about those, that. You're right. You're right. If they were going to swap, right. maybe I'm assuming they're not going to swap Keith Lee because he's just come to Raw. So if you're going to swap, basically swap the mid card titles. So the IC titles on Raw, then I'd have him beat that. Who's the IC title holder at the moment? Jeff. Yeah, I'd have him beat whoever the IC title holder is. Um, yeah, it looks like they're going for AJ versus Jeff versus Sami Zayn. I think I heard there was going to be, or there was rumours of a ladder match between the three of them. That would be insane, those three. Um Hey, what, what you think about uh, AEW? Got fans back, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, um, I, I think they're gonna have more than uh, cause last week, this week they had five hundred people there, and now at All Out it's gonna be up five percent. So what's that? So like, if it was ten thousand seat stadium, it'd be what five uh, five hundred fans. No, but now it's gonna be fifteen percent at All Out. It was it was ten percent this weekend. I mean this week, so it was five hundred people. Five hundred. Feel about it, mate? Because so you talk, you talking about kids, them? You talking about them like constantly going up with the 
number yeah, of people. And yeah, just, and just fans. Gen like so. So my kids went back to school yesterday, mm. um, and I'm still not sure how I feel about that because there's been right, spike, right. spiking cases over the last couple of weeks in my local area. So like, it's too risky. Are, yeah. So my kids are wearing masks like in class and stuff as well because they're trying to protect me because um, of my health and stuff. It's really difficult to know what what's what you know what's the right thing to do and stuff. But yeah. I just I don't want whether it's wrestling, football, you know, anything. I just don't want people to to rush to get back to normal and then yeah, have yeah, a big problem. No, you, no, you, you, one hundred percent right. Like it's, I, I, I think AEW kind of, you know, I don't, not, not getting, not, I give not, them not, the benefit of the doubt though, mate, because they've been very, very good. I, I mean, because I, I mean, you you haven't heard anybody coming out like testing positive for the virus coming out of AEW show or something like that, and then you know, no, so. But but I mean, I I think five hundred people should kind of be the max, and like them yeah. bump them bumping that up for all out. That's kind of, you know, yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, really, I mean, it, me. it, it 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 does enhance the show. Like I'm not gonna lie, like hearing like you know the crowd going crazy and, and singing Jericho song again and. Chant for Moxley yeah, and like, bro, awesome. it adds to the show, bro. Like, oh, it really man. does. Like, it really adds to the show. But now, like, I, I, I mean, we 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 gonna see though. But I'm I'm interested because I know the sound gonna be crazy for the show because they gonna have more people in there. Yeah, I'm really looking, really really looking forward to all out on Saturday. So let's talk about it. Um, we doing match predictions? Yeah. So so Friday we've got um, a special edition of AEW Dark. Uh, it's on us. Oh, so that's tonight. Um, the so the matches announced for the dark uh, Ali versus Red Velvet, Cole Cabana versus Zach Clayton, the Dark Order five and ten versus the Natural Nightmares, uh, Sean Dean and Brandon Bullock versus the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, uh, Febu Andre and D three versus the Butcher and the Blade, Evilise versus Kill Killin King. Luther versus Darby Allen and the Lucha Brothers versus Rising Angel Perez. Okay. So I didn't even know that was on. But there's a dark tonight. Um, and then all out tomorrow. Um, let me just get the card up. Are you looking forward to this show, mate? I'm looking forward to this podcast. It's going to be good. Good, good, <laughs> good, good. So you've got the buy-in and by the way, I will say this straight away, absolute disgrace that this match is on the buy-in. Uh, Big Swole versus Britt Baker in a tooth and nail match. Yeah. On the main card. It, it definitely should be on the main card. Like, I, I heard Tony Khan's reason. He said it was like to protect Britt Baker because her injury is legit. She had a broken nose. And I don't think she like fully recovered. But so I mean, but still, like, come on, bro. It's on the main card or the yeah, that's not, like I mean, you put the young bugs versus Jurassic. That shit should be on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. I don't that even want to see that shit. To be honest with you, I seen that. I feel like I seen it already. Yep. Um, did it, did, it, did it happen at Fighter Fest? A fight for the fallen? Yeah, I think it did. It one of them, didn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so who's gonna win out? Big Swole and Britt Baker. Yeah, I give it to Big Swole. Yeah, she been she been getting antagonized over the past half of months. Yeah. Gotta give it to her. The only thing which makes me think like maybe they'll give it to Britt Baker because I was leaning towards Big Swole is that it's Britt Baker's return match and maybe they'll want to try. And it's at her office too. She was over um, 
before the injury. So I do wonder whether they may give her the win. They're really doing that match at her office. Are they? Yes, yeah, the best of cinematic match. Uh, okay. That's where it's tooth and nail matches. Like, like, like it's like it's like her real dental office. Amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Cool. Uh, then you got the opening, the or I would assume it's going to You got the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. I'm assuming the Young Bucks will win that. Ah. Uh, Though they like Jungle Boy. I, I, I think I think Heyman going to cost the Bucks the match. Again. Yeah. Again. That's interesting, but why? Just because. Just to be a dick. I think John. I think Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus going to win. Okay. I don't think Hangman will. Although, if they're going to turn Hangman heel, then maybe he will. But I think they're going to turn him babyface. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, then we've got the Casino Royal, Casino Battle Royal. Uh, Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Phoenix, Pentagon, The Butcher, The Blade, and Eddie Kingston, all fighting for glory. Any prediction on who shall win? The mystery entrant, entrance, whoever they shall be, because I think it's going to be a free agent or somebody. So I guessed it right last year. Last year, last year. Right? No, you didn't. No, you Brian didn't. Cage was going to win it, and he did. So I'm going to say Rusev is going to win. Hmm. Can you imagine? Oh, the pop. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fans there, too. Ooh. Ooh. If, 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 there's, uh, if Rusev doesn't win it, then Eddie Kingston, I think, will win. Yeah. I'm going to go Eddie Kingston. I like Eddie Kingston. Or we go Maru. Mm. No. You don't uh, know who rules, What's that? You don't know who Maru is? I don't know. It's Rusev, bro. He can't use the ring, oh, Rusev. Oh, right, yeah, okay, sorry. I was slow on that, then. They're going to do what, um... Yeah, no, I get it, man. Sorry. I was really slow, then, bro. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, then we got the Broken Rules match, which will... Matt will leave AEW if he loses. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Um, I thought this was going to be a cinematic match, but apparently it's not. It's a last man standing match. Mm. I was hoping for a cinematic match. Think about Hardy will win. I don't think he's gonna leave the AEW unless they get around it by completely giving him a new character. Yeah, I don't see, don't see him losing. Uh, the Dark Order: Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Stu Grayson, and Evil Uno versus the Natural Nightmares of Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall and Matt Cardona. And Scorpio Sky. Why is Scorpio Sky in there? To kick off the feud with Brody Lee. Yeah, but why is he in the match? Like, what's the reasoning? Because did he... he did he help him? Did he make the save or something? Yeah, he made the save. Okay, I must have missed that. No. But I think, he, I think, I think it's going to be a three-way at the next pay-per-view at full gear. I think it's going to be Brody versus... That's, that's a long way. That's like November. But I think on one of these Dynamites, one of these special episodes of Dynamite, it's probably going to be Brody versus Cardona versus Scorpio Sky, a three-way for the TNT title. I'm down for a Brody versus Scorpio Sky feud. Yeah, for sure. Um, but for this, ma- for, the, for this match, I think it's going to be a Dark Order. Win. Yeah, I do. It's got to keep Brody Lee strong. Um, have him do some damage. To keep I, th- I think he jobbed out Cody. Yeah. 
full, fully jobbed him out, didn't he? They, 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 they kind of doing. Bro, Brody should have a title match on the show. He should have a title match. I'm pretty sure if that was Cody who was still TNT champion, I bet you his ass wouldn't be in no tag team match. Yeah, they could have done. They could have done Brody Lee versus Dustin. They could have yeah, did the Scorpio Brody Sky Lee match. Versus Matt Cordona. No, if they didn't want to do the Scorpio Sky match yet, they could have done those. And like I said, they could have done Scorpio Sky. Um, but like, and again, like you say, if it was Cody was still champion. Damn great teams getting title match in the show. Uh, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Um, and then next up, we've got the match I'm looking forward to the most. Simply for the story. AEW Tag Team Championships. Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page, the champions, versus FTR. I think I think Hangman hey uh, throws the match. Who is gonna turn? Is it gonna be Kenny Omega? Is it gonna be Hangman? Is neither of them? Oh, gonna matter of fact, real quick before before we go to this one, I'm changing my pick for the Casino Battle Royal. Okay. I'm going Pat. Yeah, I like it. That's a good, good shout. Good shout. Um, I think the Young Bucks are gonna cost. They're gonna super kick Adam Page, cost them the titles, and then after the match, everyone will think Kenny Omega is gonna be mad with the Young Bucks, blah, blah blah, and then they'll all start beating down Hangman Page, and they'll have like an, a heel elite, like the original three <clears throat> as heels, possibly. Just don't turn on Hangman Page heel. Whatever you do, bring back the cleaner. Keep Adam Page as your top face. Get Bro, Kenny Omega, he, he has not been the same to me. Like he doesn't feel well, that's why like, I think like, a, like a big him, star at all, bro. Make the cleaner has got that. He just the but did, like, do, do, do you remember like Kenny Omega in 2018, 2017? Mm, no, so good. Man. He was like unreal. Like people that like it, it wasn't even a question when people would be like, "Who's the best wrestler in the world?" Like, like Kenny Omega. Yeah. Like it wasn't even a question. Like, but now it's like he's just like another dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Like he, he like he he, he he really is the one to turn. But like he really is just another dude right now. But it's crazy. And he kind of been like that for a while. Yeah, and I just think now's the time to turn him. But will they? I don't know. And I think him and Adam Page, by the way, could have some incredible matches if they were given, you know, the time and the creativity and stuff. They could have some real good good stuff. Yeah, but I, I, th I think FTR are definitely about to get the titles. Yeah, because I would imagine they're going to go to FTR versus the Bucks. F4 gear. Yeah, maybe. And then they're going to go to Hangman versus Kenny Omega. I just... Who's going to be... Like, so I kind of chop it and change my mind. Like, part of me thinks, turn Kenny Omega heel, bring back the cleaner, have Adam Page as one of your top baby faces. And then the other part of me thinks, turn Adam Page heel, align him with FTR and, uh, like, one other person and do, like, a little horseman reboot. And I just, I, I they're my two options at the moment. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. I'm yes, really looking forward to finding out what they do, though. There's so many ways they can go. It's, it's going to be incredible. Yes, uh, sir. AEW Women's Championship. 
Man, I am looking forward to this. I this is like the most anticipated match for me on the card. Legit. Versus NWA's women's champion Thunder Rosa. I'm I'm at for this because Thunder bro, Thunder Rosa bro. She already had a match of the year candidate. That match at uh hard times with uh Allison K bro. That ma- dog. That legit is one of the best matches like of the year like it's not even a question like and it is but you look you look at the, the the women's matches that we had this year like there's like match of the year candidates bro we got like three it's like like uh oscar and oh. sasha banks of the stream rules you got uh diana perrazzo versus jordan grace and slime anniversary you got thunder rosa allison k at uh at hard times and i, I'm, I got like real, like I, I really think i should like really lower my expectations for this match because i don't mm-hmm. want to be disappointed no i'm saying because i don't want to be disappointed at all out, like if it's not like what I think it's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? And it, it is probably, and it's probably, I know it's probably still gonna be a really good match, but I'm talking about like I'm expecting this shit to be like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> like that, that, that's, that's yeah, that, that's that's what I'm expecting. I don't want to like fucking like throw myself out of the match if it's not what I think it's gonna be. Yeah, that's it. And then when you expect so much, and then it's only just it's good, good, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, you yeah. get taken out of it. Exactly. Um, who's but, gonna but win? Dude, I can't call it, bro. I, I can't like I, I I really wouldn't be surprised if they put the title on Thunder Rosa. Like I, yeah, I, really I think wouldn't. they might. Because like, they need female stars and a good way to establish her as being top tier. It would be for her to come in and win the title, bro. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. I, 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 I really wouldn't be mad at it. And then you know. She man. can chase as well. Do you know? Yeah, she can chase, bro. Like, but she ain't even been on TV. Yeah, like, but like, uh, yeah, I, I can see that. And then, like, if that, if, if, if Thunder Rosa wins the title, I'm like 100% sure we're gonna see Nick Aldis in the AEW. I'm yeah. 100%, 100%. 100%. You know, like, but they, but they, they got their own show. They might put Sheeta, um, might put Thunder Rosa over is because Sheeta's not on TV. So they yeah. never have the women's tam- champion on TV. I mean, she's she, no, no, she, she is I there. She is sometimes, but she's there. No, I know, I know what you're saying. I mean, like she's there, like she's at the show, like they just don't like do anything with her, <laughs> right? Yeah, I suppose that's down to them. Isn't it? Who was the first AEW woman? It was Rio. Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's like so long ago. They've botched the women's division real bad. I gotta say, Rio over there, she putting that work in and starting though. <laughs> I bet she is. I bet she's having kick-ass matches. <laughs> All sorts of stuff. Um, I'm not looking forward to this next match. I got to say, I'm not, not looking forward to it. I am not as uh, excited as I thought I would have been. Mm. You told me about it a month ago. Uh, the Mimosa Mayhem match between Orange Cassidy and Christopher Jericho. I'm ready for this shit to be over. This Jericho Cassidy yeah, like dog. No, they 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 are overexposing. Or they they, they they did exactly what I knew they was gonna do with Orange Cassidy, bro. Like overexposing the man, bro. You gotta keep this man like he's an attraction. Like he's legit an attraction. You cannot be having this man on TV every week having him. Go crazy every week, like yep. come on, bro. So like, in the last three weeks, I've seen him flip out and the, the, run ex- exactly, and dog, like this, the, like uh, come on, man. The guys, like, like before did, that, like, I'd seen it once. Like, like do, you, do you remember? Do you remember when, like, 
when Manea first announced the match with him and Pac at Revolution, right? Dude, yeah. we, we, we hadn't seen Orange Cassidy get mad at anybody. Like, he hadn't turned up on nobody, nothing. And we, had, we, we did not see that until Revolution. And then when it happened at Revolution, and then even, at, even in the match at Revolution, bro, like, it took him at least five minutes to get fired up. And then when he did, the crowd fucking lost it. Like, they lost it. And then with this Chris Jericho shit, and, like, just because I know Chris Jericho's involved in, like, the story t- storyline, like, storytelling aspect of it, I feel like he, I, I, I feel like he's trying to overexpose Orange Cassidy by trying to get him, oh, look, oh, look I'm Chris Jericho, I can get Orange Cassidy to get mad. Like, yeah. no, you are literally killing Orange Cassidy. Like, Can't and then that, yeah, but like, because you overexposing it, bro. Like, the whole thing about Orange Cassidy is like, he doesn't care. Why, yeah. why, the, fuck, why the fuck is he caring so much about Chris Jericho? Yeah. He should not care at all about Chris Jericho. Like, yeah, it's frustrating. It's just really it, frustrating. Um, I, I, I mean, but either way, he's still, he's still a star. Win. But, like, he, he should win. If he don't win, then, yeah. There's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have the main event, the crowning of a new AEW champion. Yeah, it's time, MJF bro. It's time, bro. his title. It's time, bro. It's time. I'm, I, I, I'm I, very I, disappointed if MJF doesn't win. And, and and I like Mox. Yeah, I think I think I think Mox has done a great job as champion during the you know during this COVID pandemic. I think he did a better job than Drew McIntyre. Honest with you, I ain't gonna lie to you. But uh, like, you know, interesting takes. Yeah, since right there. Yeah, that's what I can. That's what I come on the podcast to do. Hot takes, hot takes. But uh, damn, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they put the title on MJ. I think they should. I think it's time, bro. Like, yeah, they have to. Like 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 if if you don't do it now, then then when are you gonna do it? I I would genuinely be disappointed if they don't put the title on MJF. I feel like it's the right time. Well, but but let, okay, let me tell you about that Drew McIntyre thing. I take that back. I take that back. Damn right. I take that back. McIntyre has done very well. McIntyre has done very well. I'm not going. Yeah, no, I I I can see what you're saying. Like Mox has done very very well in the pandemic era. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say that. That doesn't mean just because Mox has done very well doesn't mean and he's done better than McIntyre. Yeah, you're McIntyre's right. McIntyre's done bad. Right, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, that, that, that's basically what I meant. I know, bro. Yeah, edit that out. <laughs> nah. Yeah, keep it in. I'm going <laughs> to edit it to make you look bad. It's just you slagging off uh, Drew McIntyre. For now, for not giving me no WWE interviews. Yeah, you know, just like. W over doing like a fake Scottish accent and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, th- yeah, I think I think dis- MJF will win. Yeah, I do too, and I think. Uh, did, wait, did, right did you time. see? Did you see the little uh, little tease on on Dynamite at the end of the show? Did you see that? Well, where he has the title? No, nah, when, when Warlow picked up the title and he stared uh, at it for like a good three seconds before he gave it to MJF. Do you know though? I wouldn't mind be on board to see. Wardlow have a little feud with Mox to be honest after this yeah I would too I think that'd be quite cool bro like for real for real like I I think that's the way it should go I think after I think MJF should win the title and then Mox should feud with Wardlow and I think Wardlow should get a big win over Mox yeah yeah for sure and then maybe gets slowly starts getting like uh, like ideas above his station almost like from MJF's point of view Mm-hmm. Whereby he thinks because he beat Mox and 
he picks up a couple of other wins, he starts thinking, you know, where right. are my titles? Where's my title shot? Um. Okay, so that's AEW Saturday tonight, really, because this is going to be going out on Saturday, just before the the pay per view. I might try and get it out actually tomorrow morning, Saturday morning UK time to try. I will retweet it, sir. Yes, you will. <laughs> um, tell the people, Andrew, what you've got coming up, what you've had out this week, what they can check out, where they can find your stuff. You've got 30 seconds to tell them as much as you can. Go! 30 seconds? Yeah, I don't know why I said 30 seconds. Uh, firstly, I want everybody to go subscribe to the Ace Podcast Nation YouTube channel. Go check it out on all your podcast feeds. And I want you to go put the clicks on the Andy Campbell show. That's what I want everybody to do firstly. And go follow my guy Sai on Twitter. That's a good man right there. Good parent. Good guy right there. Still all my takes, but you know it's all good. I ain't, you know, I ain't holding no grudges against nobody. But uh, you find me on Twitter at ad thompson underscore underscore. Uh, check out the Andrew Thompson interviews YouTube channel. I got a interview up with a uh, independent wrestler AC Mack that I just put up before his uh, title match uh, this today for Action Wrestling, which is Friday. He's been dead champion for two years. It's cool as hell. I never seen an independent promotion give a title reign that long, other than Nick Gage. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's just real cool. But um, yeah, and uh, I got an interview coming out next Tuesday, and um, with a you know with a wrestling legend, I would say, and uh, say a person says some some really kind things about me that I uh that I'll post on Twitter the next day. So you know, Excellent. yeah, look forward to them. Yep, subscribe youtube.com slash Andrew Thompson interviews. Custom URL. Indeed, that's the the best wrestling interviews around. Some real top guys, uh, guys from all over the Spotlighting the independent scene, man. Oh, yeah. Love it. I love it. You'll get to know some new names if you don't, if you follow the independent scene already, then you get to see some familiar names. Um, But. Either way, they are great interviews, great content by a great man. And um, hopefully we'll be back next week to talk all-out results. Definitely, and, uh, I, I will be back. I am committing to the all-out review. I will be yeah, there. Yeah, boy. That's what I like to hear. I enjoy it when my man, Mr. Thompson, is in the hazel. And we can review uh, NXT, AEW. Yeah, and- there's lots going on this week, isn't there? And there's Fall a cage match on the NXT too, isn't there? Uh, between Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, oh, that's gonna be good. I can't believe the Robert Stone brand is actually getting over. I like it. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> there's something about it. I don't it's know it's, it's, it's working now. I don't know why I like it, but I like it. It's just one of those things. Um, yeah, guys, subscribe YouTube.com/slash Ace Podcast Nation. We try to put out a wrestling show every week on a Saturday. Um, and we just talk about as much as we can in about an hour. I think we went a little bit over today. as we as Just a little bit. It was a good yeah. time. It's always a good time. It's 99.9% of the time, it is me and Mr. Thompson keeping it real. Just a little little teaser of the new logo. It's one of the Young Bucks. Which Young Buck is that? And Matt. Matt. No, Nick. Wait, that's no, Matt, Matt yeah. With the brown, dark brown hair. You can see Bray Wyatt's arm just by there. 
and um, there's someone else who's in the middle. Yeah, we 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 ain't even talk about uh your one week champion. AJ Styles. Oh, the fiend. Yeah, heal Roman Reigns, bro. Ruins everything. You knew that was coming, though. Yeah, I was prepared, mate. I knew. I knew. Uh, I was alright with it, as long as they didn't pin the Fiend, and they didn't, so... And they made him look like a monster before they pinned him as well. Oh, I, I'm, I'm on the edge. Did you see the Did you see the Braun Strowman uh, Chronicle? No, I haven't yet. Is it good? You see, he, talk, he was talking about these things about committing suicide last year. Oh, yeah, I, I did read, uh, like, a report or something about Yeah. That was crazy, bro. You never know what people are going through, mate. Yeah, crazy. yeah. Then, no, that's that, like, but that's why I leave people alone and shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's why I'd never understand people who, like, abuse people online and stuff and say shit. Like, it's fucked up. Just don't get it at all. Every time I've done a show, like, I do shows on mental health in sport where we talk to, like, athletes and stuff about, you know, the pressures of mental health and professional sport. And then I've also done shows on mental health where we'll select a certain mental health illness and I'll speak to like doctors or people who've got it so we did like one on bipolar and schizophrenia and all these different types of illnesses um, and you just don't know man you just don't know what's going on behind closed doors be kind to each other don't be a dick that's my motto <laughs> live by it don't be a dick until next week I bid you farewell. Be kind. Sports Social Podcast Network.